Hi, this is Nicholas Tutora, and welcome to another episode of Tutora Time. On our show, we discuss the political issues of the day and how they are affecting our nation, our society, and the world. Thanks for joining us. Hi, this is Nicholas Tutora, and welcome to another episode of Tutora Time. Today is Tuesday, December 29th, 2020. We're almost done with this amazing year, and a lot has happened this year. It's been a crazy year. Most of it has not been for the good, but let's see if 2021 starts off right with Donald Trump winning the presidency on January 6th. So let's talk about, let's talk a little bit about the presidential election, the ongoing state of it. You know, first of all, the fake news media and the people on the left, they're absolutely absurd, you know, calling Trump a crybaby and Trump supporters crybabies and all this kind of nonsense. They, they went on for four years about fake Russian collusion and fake impeachment. There wasn't one bit of evidence of Russian collusion. All the investigations were start started under false pretenses. And even after years of an investigation that showed nothing, they still say Trump colluded with Russia. All of those investigations were started with one, you know, with anonymous whistleblowers. The impeachment was one anonymous whistleblower. All people off the record, unidentified sources. They went on for years and years investigating Trump in any desperate hope to get him. They were looking to nail him in uh, some process crimes. An attorney who I had spoken to in New York who was high up the chain. And unfortunately, well, they actually died of COVID during this pandemic. Uh, But they, he clearly stated the goal was that they were going to try to, you know, indict people or subpoena people and hoping somewhere somebody makes a process crime and trips up and then they could indict them for that, which is exactly what they did. The other thing that's absolutely hysterical uh, about this, they kept saying, the left kept saying during the fake Russia collusion narrative was that Well, if Trump is innocent and he has nothing to hide, then let the process play out. There was Democrats, there was rhinos, all over TV saying that. If Trump has nothing to hide, then let the process play out. So how come that standard no longer applies to this fraudulent Joe Biden election? Why won't they allow for independent forensic audits of the voting machine? If indeed there is nothing to hide, then let us audit the machines because there'll be nothing to hide and then it will be proven that Biden won, I guess, according to them, and then everything will be just fine. But that's not what's happening. Obviously, they have something to hide. You would think Joe Biden would want everyone to be 100% sure that he won this election And there's no doubt about it. And the only way to do that is to allow the machines to be audited. audited. The other thing that's absolutely absurd is the left keeps talking about, you know, Trump's a crybaby. Look, 
Georgia, they ignored their election laws. No signature matches, the drop boxes, ballot harvesting, all these things. Pennsylvania, they didn't follow any of the laws. They changed the deadlines on voting that didn't have, those were not laws that were made by the state legislature. Tons of other uh, signature matches, uh, being able to observe the polling places, all of that. In Georgia, pulling the ballots out from under the counter after everybody has been sent home and allowing people to count those ballots. Look, I support Trump, but if I would have seen this election turn the other way, and if the left would have seen that Biden was ahead in Georgia and then they sent people home and ballots were pulled out, and counted afterwards, and all of a sudden, magically, Trump took the lead, the left would be up in arms. And I tell you, so would I. I would be highly disappointed that Trump would have done such a thing. But that's not what happened. How you can write off that evidence in Georgia is ridiculous. And also in Wisconsin. In Wisconsin, they don't even, supposed, you're not even supposed to have early voting. There's very strict regulations about people who declare themselves permanently incapacitated that they can't get to the polls. All of this was overthrown in Wisconsin. Michigan, same type of thing with early voting regulations. Nevada, a complete mess. Uh, people who are not even citizens were voting. All these types of things. And there's evidence, there's affidavits all over the place. So this uh, selection, this fraud of Joe Biden, it's completely ridiculous. I mean, it just doesn't add up. Joe Biden ran for president twice before and had to drop out in the primaries for having like 2% of the vote. Uh, so all of a sudden, magically, now all of a sudden he wins the, uh, the election in overwhelming numbers. It's really unbelievable. People, we are living in historic times right now. Anything can really happen. Um, when people were living during the Civil War, or even the American Revolution, or other times in history throughout the world, as people entered those periods, they weren't thinking, oh, we're living in this you know, moment that's going to change the world. They might have thought it in some way, but you know, you don't, you have to look back on history to see what really happened. We're in the middle of it now. You know, the story of the Civil War to us now, or World War II, is simply, you know, we can recall the history, we can look at it. But while it was happening, nobody was certain how things would come out. Lincoln wasn't certain the Union was going to prevail. So right now we're living in history. There are people who are support the Republic. Donald Trump, his supporters, the people who stand with him, the people who stand for freedom. 30% of Democrats feel that the election was stolen. These people who stand for freedom, we're living in the middle of history right now. Uh, and we can't concern ourselves with the bad mouthing of the media or the bad mouthing of the left. You know, we have to go forward and make sure that our nation is preserved because if freedom dies in America, that's it. It's, it's done. You know, one of the things in, in this crazy year that they've tried to do is they try to, you know, tear down our history, tearing down statues, erasing history, rewriting history, because they say it's racist and all this kind of nonsense. Well, you know, in World War II, the Jews went through the Holocaust. Six million Jews were murdered 
by the Nazis during the Holocaust. And he murdered, you know, many, many other people also. But the Jews as a people, they don't try to erase the history of the Holocaust. They're not trying to wipe it out. They didn't tear down Auschwitz. Auschwitz, these, uh, some of these, uh, these concentration camps, they still stand. They're there as a constant reminder of what can happen. If you wipe out history, you're wiping out the lessons of history also, which is exactly what the left wants to do because they are gearing up for another Holocaust. You could say it's crazy. You can say it's a conspiracy, any nonsense you want to put on it. But all you have to do is see the writing on the wall. If Biden gets sworn in, the first thing they're going to try to do, one of the first things they're going to try to do is come after people's weapons. All right. People, Jews in the Holocaust, in Germany before the Holocaust, they didn't have weapons. Okay. When you have a society that the population is unarmed, you're allowing the government to do whatever they want. And, you know, Trump may decide to preserve the union, and I hope he does, by using the Insurrection Act, because the Insurrection Act clearly states that if the state governments will not uphold the civil liberties of the people, the rights of the people, and our most sacred right is to vote, if the state governments will not uphold that, either that they refuse to, they're unable to, or unwilling to, then the President of the United States has the obligation to uphold the Constitution of the United States. And if Trump doesn't take that path, well, I'll be, I, I will be disappointed, but if Trump doesn't take that path, there's no guarantee that the citizens are going to stand down. There are a lot of angry people in this country. People fought and died for liberty. We sent people to other countries to fight and die for liberty. So this, we, we cannot, people are not going to allow the country just to be taken from them. People are not going to allow liberty and freedom to be stolen. And also during World War II, when you talk about the Holocaust, you know, the Russians were fighting the Germans, that they collapsed them, the Allies. But the force behind it and the force really, like the Russians weren't fighting to preserve Jews, help Jews from the concentration camps. That wasn't part of their MO. And even in America, it might have been buried down. But the American people believe like that, that all people should be free and have their rights. So the Holocaust really was only ended because there was a country called America. If there is no America... Who's going to stop them? What's going to stop them from another Holocaust? These people on the left are so naive. They actually believe communist China is going to, you know, show mercy or care about our civil liberties or our civil rights or anything like that. It's, it's ludicrous and it's shameful. The Communist Chinese Party is probably more powerful right now than the Soviet Union ever was. Soviet Union collapsed 30 years ago and, you know, they didn't have the technology, they have the nuclear weapons, but they didn't have the rest of the technology or the economy. They weren't buying up the entire globe the way China is. China doesn't value individual liberty or individualism at all. It's all about the collective. It's all about the group. They're going to have no mercy when they take over.
And these kind of communists, socialists, fascists, totalitarian systems, they do collapse under their own weight after a while because evil really can't sustain itself forever because after they attack everybody else, they start turning on themselves. But they can have a long run. You know, the Soviet Union was around for 70 years, killed millions of people in their stupid and ridiculous Soviet dreams of, uh, you know, a utopian society. So eventually they will collapse and it will collapse in America. But in the meantime, they can do a lot of damage. And the patriots in our country need to stand up and need to fight back. There's a reason that after the First Amendment, which is freedom of speech and religion, the Second Amendment is the right to bear arms. So there could be a well-regulated militia. The Founding Fathers recognized very clearly that if people are not armed and able to protect their rights, then those rights will easily be taken away from them. So we really have to see what's going on. It's a real moment in time. It's a real place in history we're at. And we have to avoid this communist takeover at all costs. Mike Pence has to do the right thing and deny the electoral votes from the states that have dual slates of electors. And the other thing is this, you know, if let's say Trump is declared president on January 6th, and it really is, was done in error. There was actually a mistake. Biden maybe won, right, which I don't believe. But if you're going to make an error, to make the error and Trump wins, so Trump stays president until 2024 and then he's gone and we have a, a legal election. But if Joe Biden did not win and he gets sworn in on a fraudulent election, that error is undoable because you'll never get the country back. One fake administration will take the country in all kinds of crazy directions. They'll pass all kinds of laws and legislation to make sure the Republicans or anybody who opposes their communist ideology never wins an office again. We cannot make that error. We have to make sure that freedom and the United States is preserved we must make sure that it is preserved. So it's going to be very powerful and meaningful days coming up in the next week, over the next week or so, maybe a little bit longer, and we'll see what happens. Everybody who stands with Trump, everybody who stands for freedom, everybody who stands for the Constitution and the Republic of the United States of America has to be ready to stand up and make their voices heard and demonstrate and protest as this happens. Because if Trump decides to use his constitutional authority to preserve the nation, the people who support freedom must come out and must stand behind him. There's going to be a battle in the political world, maybe even militarily, but also the people need to take to the streets to support the nation and support the republic. So be ready, patriots. This is Nicholas Tutora, and I'll talk to you again soon on another episode of Tutora Time.